I'm back. So I'm excited. This will be my first episode. And I had to think about it for a while to kind of see what I wanted to talk about for my very first episode. And I came up with why not talk about online dating. So welcome to my show. If you haven't heard my intro, um, this is Life and What I've Learned So Far by Kiara Moore. And basically, these are just my life experiences. This is neither fact nor fiction. Just a couple of things I've experienced in my life. And I often wonder, has anybody else gone through this as well? And so, when I talk in my episodes, it'll be coming from my perspective, my point of view, what I experience, and then I give a few tips on what worked for me. Um... Like I said, this will be my first ever episode and I decided to talk about online dating. Why? Because that is pretty much what I've done um, for the past few years. I believe I started my online dating journey back in the MySpace ages. Um, And then it concluded in 2017 which I'll go into detail about at the end of this episode. But a little bit background about online dating. It kind of started when, um, of course, the internet came up and AOL, um, the You Got Mail um, movie, which once I, when I, when I did a little bit of research and see what popularized it was, um, the You Got Mail movie with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Um, a lot of people started getting more comfortable with meeting people online and wanting to put themselves out there. And then once you started moving into the new millennium, new dating apps came up like eHarmony, Match.com, which integrated not only words and chatting, but pictures and videos. And so... With the new technology, the new companies wanting to profit off um, people in relationships, the online dating game exploded. Now, for me, online dating was something I did because I'm a homebody. I don't go clubbing that much. Every now and then, if somebody invites me, I'll go. But not often do I get out. And I was reading a survey published by Stanford News. And in 2017, they surveyed um, American adults. And they found that 39% heterosexual couples reported meeting their partner online compared to 22% in 2009. Which is when I started kind of exploring more dating options online. So... I wouldn't say I met my first boyfriend online. I met him through a family member. But my first dating experience online was Craigslist. And I met this older guy who I kind of, I would say, dated off and on six years. I didn't get too serious with people, especially during going to school, because you just never know. I was young. Um, You never know if that person's the right one. 
Um, they're going to be there forever. So I never really got serious with people I dated with. Just a few people, not a lot of people. And I met him off Craigslist. And he was real cool. I met him at a public place. That was one thing that I made sure I did. I have to meet you in broad daylight at a public place. And I have to let somebody know where I'm at. It usually was a friend of mine. Anytime I go on a date, I'm like, hey, girl, I'm going on a date. This is where I'm going to be. If I can get a picture of the license plate, I'm sending it to you. Things like that. And the date went good. He was cool. Like I said, we were friends for like six years um, after that. Moving on to other dating. I experienced dating, um, dating apps. Um, I can't remember all of them, but I know one was tagged. This girl I worked with told me to go to the website. And I wouldn't say that's much of a dating website. It was more like MySpace. Um, I think now it's more dating, more of a dating website. It's been a while because I used it and years ago and never used it again. Um, I tried Date Hookup. That was a bust. Um, I tried my. I tried to stay away from Plenty of Fish, but in I want to say it was twenty fifteen. This girl, uh, one of my friends, had a birthday party for a daughter, and this girl was asking me, "Am I dating or seeing anything anybody?" And at that time, I didn't want to be bothered with anybody. Because I was getting my master's degree, so I was trying to focus. But she was like, I met my husband through Plenty of Fish. You should give it a try. So I gave it a try. And that was short-lived. I met one guy. He was cool, but he couldn't decide whether he wants to be with his baby mama or in a new relationship. So that ended. But I would say for the most part, the dating apps that you pay for, are most worth it than the free apps. I think the free apps, basically people are looking for a hookup or they looking for somebody to chat with. Very rarely did I get anywhere on the free apps. Um, I did try Tinder and I don't remember the experience because I didn't use it for a long time. I just really didn't too much care for the swiping in the pictures. I like to read about who the person is. Even though I wasn't really detailed in my descriptions, I still like to kind of get an idea of who I'm dealing with. Um, also, I used, um, it was new when it came out and I used it. It was called Bumble. Bumble, when I first, when I first used it, it was specifically for career-minded people. They said it was kind of like a LinkedIn dating app. And I would, I wouldn't, I didn't get anywhere. I mean, I met like an architect, but I mean, it was a free dating app. I believe the concept was catered towards women because um, men would have to select you and reach out to you. I'm not sure if it's still that way, but it was pretty much they need to reach out to you 
and you respond to them. Um, but going to what I really, really use was blackpeoplemeet.com. So I used blackpeoplemeet.com twice. I used it back the first time. I want to say it was in 2014. And I met a guy and we dated for two months. And it was okay at first. And then he was, his his true color started showing. Um, we didn't get to spend time, that, that much time together because he worked in the oil field. So he was gone um, for two weeks and come back for a week. And when I said it started out good, it started out good, you know. But people always have that facade. And that's one of the things I learned dating in that experience. You can't really tell people what you're looking for. You just have to let them show you who they really are. And you have to determine is that whether is whether or not you're going to deal with what who that person is or who that person isn't. A lot of times we kind of have an idea because we meet a person and we think, oh, they're so good looking. I have this ideal about who he is. And we get stuck with that ideal. So when they really show us who they are, we stay even when the relationship is bad because we have this idea in our head of who we made them to be. And so for me, that wasn't the case. I'm going to tell y'all I was a serial dater, which I'll go into detail in another episode about serial dating. I didn't leave no time for you to make a mistake. I didn't have time, even though I was still in my early 20s, mid 20s. I'm not I I felt like it's a big world. There's people to meet and I don't have to be tied down to anybody that's not going to appreciate me. So I didn't feel like he appreciated me. I didn't feel like uh, he was going to be the right one. So I ended the relationship or dating via text message. And that that blew up. But all those messages got ignored. Once I went on to the next guy on Black People Meet, I, I remember his profile. And I remember his profile saying that he didn't have kids. So when we finally met and we talked and stuff like that, something just told me to ask, do you have any kids? I know it was it was on your profile that you didn't, but I just want to ask. And lo and behold, he had a newborn baby. <laughs> I was like, what? And his first reaction was, why are you asking me that? And I said, something just told me to ask. It was just my gut feeling really just told me to ask. And lo and behold, he had a newborn baby. And I was like, wow. You wasn't going to say anything? No, he wasn't going to say anything. Of course, that didn't last long. I think we were friends for a while, but the conversation kind of drifted off. And didn't really go nowhere. So once I got more experience with online dating and meeting, I kind of took it as... Um, how you would do in a job interview. So I'm a recruiter. 
that's what my career has been in HR and recruiting. And what I took it as, I looked at profiles like I was looking at a resume. And when we met, it was kind of like an interview. I wasn't interrogating them. I was allowing them to ask me questions. But there are specific questions I would ask so I know what is being said is true. I kind of have a feeling about when people tell me things, whether it's true or not. And so what I ask first is, what are you looking for? Are you looking for a relationship, a friend, a friend with benefits? What type of um, dating are you looking to get into? When they say they don't know, if you are looking for a relationship, that is your cue to move on to the next. Because I don't know means they're, they don't want a relationship. And they just want either a friend with benefits or a friend to just chat with. Um, if they say they're looking for just to be friends, you have to also understand that they're looking to just be friends. If you are looking to be in a relationship and the person tells you they're looking just to be friends, move on. They are not going to change their mind. I know a girl that used to just kind of misinterpret guys because they would say, I'm not looking to be in a relationship, but she's still holding on, waiting for them to change her mind. And I'm like, you waiting for them. And all these other guys are passing you by if you that committed to be in a relationship. So just move on. Also, too, you have to know your deal breakers and your preferences or things that you're willing to bend. One of my deal breakers was men with kids. Now, I got cussed out a lot because I didn't date men with kids, but I used to date men with kids. And from my experience, I didn't like it. And because I don't have any kids, I felt that if I was to end up with someone and marry them, I would want us to start a family together and not have a blended family because I want that opportunity to have that. And so when I would meet guys and I'm like, how many kids do you have? One, two. I'm like, you know what? It's not going to work because that is my absolute number one deal breaker. Oh, I'm a good guy. And I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty sure you are, but that is my deal breaker. And if you're like me, anything that you're not feeling, you're not going to be comfortable with. You're going to always be moody, upset, and it's going to turn into an argument. So you rather not put yourself in that situation with your deal breakers. Preferences. You know, I had my preferences. I wanted someone taller than me. Um, someone, I used to like guys with muscles and guys with dreads. Um, but my fiance, my current fiance is nothing like that. He's five, six, no dreads. <laughs> so your preferences is something you can bend with, something that is not required like on a job resume, it's not required, but it's preferred. So it's not a deal breaker. And also, you need to know, you need to be able to look at his conversation or her conversation. A lot of times, people don't know how to have a conversation. 
Um, I've been plenty of seeing plenty of text messages where, you know, every now and then I myself may be a little bit lenient when I'm texting, but some text messages you should be able to read and comprehend. And if somebody being illiterate is a deal breaker for you, move on. You do not have time to teach them English. And so those are some of the things that I myself kind of kept in mind. And once I got to meeting my fiance, we met um, in 2017. We actually started talking on the phone. So we messaged each other in December of 2016. And we finally exchanged numbers at the end of 2016, rolling over into 2017. And we talked three days. And then on the second day we talked, he asked me on a date. And so that is one of the things that you need to look for. If somebody's interested in being in a relationship, they're not going to talk to you on the phone for several weeks before asking you out on a date. And it is okay also, ladies, to say, hey, can we meet? You know, you can always, it don't necessarily have to be a date. You can meet for coffee. You can just meet at a park. Long as it's in a public place, it's okay to meet. But you want to meet within two weeks. Or else you're just going to keep talking on the phone and texting and start texting other people that person gonna start texting or dating other people because they don't think you're interested so that's one of the things you want to look for so we had our first date three days after talking on the phone and we had a date on a friday night as well and then saturday i had other plans with my family and then sun that following sunday he asked me on another date for breakfast And we pretty much hung out for breakfast and lunch watching um, a football game. I think that was in like, yeah, it was in January. So it was very interesting because I've never had anybody to just come out and say, let me take you on a date. I want to meet you and had all the little stuff planned and detailed out. So if you know they're serious about it, they are planning everything and have everything lined up. Um... We talked and talked over the phone. Um, After that, um, I believe that was when he worked at the night shift. So I would talk on the phone with half his route because he's a driver. I would talk on the phone with him half his route and then go to bed because I ain't about to... I used to do that stand up late on the phone back in the day. As I get older, baby, this body is shutting down. But um, we used to talk on the phone, and then we also met again. Um, His birthday is at the end of January, so I took him out for his birthday. We went to main event. We still did that public place thing because I'm still trying to feel for you. So we went to main event, and we had a blast. He, I learned he was very as playful as I myself and liked to feel like a kid again you know not always be so serious and so what really got me is 
I know he was a he's a hard worker and he hardly calls in to work or takes days off. He had a whole bunch of PTO. So the following month in February, it came around to Valentine's Day. And by that time, I was comfortable with him knowing where I stay. And he came to my house with yellow roses on Valentine's Day. And I was like, oh my God, I thought you had to work. He was like, no, I took off. And he bought me roses. Y'all, that was the first time any guy has ever brought me roses. On top of that, he somehow learned the meaning of the color of the roses. So, um, yellow means friendship. And I will kind of go into um, detail about the different roses because throughout our relationship, he bought me different color roses. And when he proposed, he put all those roses together. And so we went to Olive Garden, had a blast, um, came back to my house, danced, um, talked and all that. And he went home and we called it a day. So throughout that whole entire process, um, we I know he ended his online dating account before me because his was getting ready to expire. He said he wasn't going to pay for another month. So that's one of the reasons why we started talking on the phone. I closed mine because I was like, okay, this is going somewhere. And so I would like to um, explore where this can go. In addition to that, I cut off all... Um, the other guys that I was talking to on online as well. I don't really give my number out to everybody on the website. I like to message them before I give them my number because I don't want nobody having direct access to me. As well as when I'm not feeling a person and they have my number, I changed it to DNA. Do not answer. And I block them. So that's one of the things that you can do when you are no longer feeling someone. Change their contact name. Now, if you think you're going to go back to them, don't change it because you're going to forget whose number is that. Because I had a whole bunch of DNAs, DNA1, DNA2 in my phone on block. But online dating can be easy and it can be beneficial um i have friends that met their current husbands online um it's no longer a taboo like it was when i first started a lot of people were like oh you online dating you're 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 looking desperate but now it's really not that big of a deal like everything else once everybody get comfortable and it becomes the norm but I think it's an experience. It most definitely benefited me as now I'm approaching getting married in less than 65 days. And it's really how you work it. Just know what you want, like I said, up front. Determine your deal breakers, your preferences, what you're going to bend with, what you're going to um, consider, what you're going to want in their relationship and listen to people the way they talk when you don't do so much texting 
talk on the phone because you can tell different things when you're on the phone versus when you're texting. Texting, there's a lot of room for miscommunication. But like, for instance, you can tell when someone is smiling. Like right now, I'm smiling when I'm talking to you guys and you can see how the tone of my voice has changed. So pay attention to things like that and kind of be open to what you want but don't be so desperate to where you just take anything like i said look at it like a job you know you you want this job but you know your worth so know your worth when you're dating and don't date someone that's not equally yoked to you meaning not only not only does that mean religion but your in life ambitions if you're a go-getter and you have drive to want to be great date someone like that or else you're going to be tired and you're going to feel like you're dragging someone along make sure that your likes are similar to their likes your pet peeves are similar to their pet peeves not everything is going to be the same myself and my fiance we're total opposite he's a very much a people person i'm much shy laid back but we compliment each other in that so some stuff you're going to compliment each other in not everything but you know small stuff you'll compliment each other in but that's pretty much all i had to say about online dating i hope you and you guys enjoy this episode let me know what you think and i'll talk to you guys later